This is a HeadGum Podcast. This ain't that long-term vision and investment. This is time to get that cake quicker than Saxton. If you about that, that's money sensation. It's time to open up your ears to twin innovation. Howdy, 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 folks. Welcome to Twinovation, the podcast for your schemes, dreams, misdemeanors, cons, grift, hustles, any way you're trying to make that money, we're here to help you. And as always, I'm joined by my lovely twin brother, El Jefe the Chef, Jeff Rosenberg. Hey, stream's about to go off the rails. A chew, a chew. <laughs> Ooh, I love the new chew, a chew. Am I supposed to chew? Uh, if you'd and like everyone to. can chew. And that lovely voice I'm you hear is... Queen Anna herself, folks. Oh, give it yeah. up for the Queen of Kings County. Hey. I think that's my thing. That is your thing. Um, folks, this podcast is uh, all about making that money. Uh, so you don't have to. Uh, we're here to come up with uh, those ideas, those schemes, those dreams that, that may make a thousand dare into a multi thousand dare. And, and we're glad to have you with us here. But this show isn't just all about inventions, is it, boys and girls? Uh, no. No. It's also about airing out our grievances, folks. <laughs> you guys smell that? Yes. <laughs> it's the beef of the week. the show where we like to uh, tell the nation who's wronged us uh oh boy and and anna you you're coming in hot yeah, i can tell i certainly am i'm uh, i hope i'm not the, the beef of this meat no 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 neither of you are actually Yay. <laughs> so relax guys uh rest easy it's not you i uh remember last week when i was upset about my uh my my beef last week was about my promotions i'm doing right. my my liquor sampling job again and mm. um and you know i'm doing it in these liquor stores where all the people in williamsburg you know they're mean to me that was my beef last week yeah. this week uh i have a new problem with this job i uh actually have been put into an even worse position than the liquor store mm. i'm actually now going to be sampling Olives oh. at Food Town this weekend. That's fun. No, what are you talking about? You love olives. I hate olives. I've never even had an olive. But they're pairing the olives, of course, with a a, a drink of sorts, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I'll oh, do it. It's a so it's, it's a, a sample of beer with an olive. What do you mean? It's oh, like, like you eat the olive that's what the little, that's what sip. the sampling is. It's like, hi, like, would you like some, uh, some beer? And would you like to pair it with this fucking olive? Uh, where's Wait, the so bathroom? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Can you tell me where to get the, uh, nutritional yeast? Uh, these olives aren't sitting right in my stomach. Ugh. and the, I don't, I'm going to have to. just like, I love the color of your hair. <laughs> You know, just laying it on real, real thick. Oh, it's just like, it's such a degrading, it's such a downfall. Like, you know, I've done bottle service for like Jay-Z. Like I was. Well, Jay-Z likes a good olive. I worked at Robin Thicke's birthday party. Like I brought him his birthday cake. Okay. Like I. He was 16. (laughs) (laughs) I just, and now I'm going to be peddling olives at Food Town in Brooklyn. You got to pedal somehow. That's what that scheming and dreaming lifestyle is all about. So, I don't get, hold on though, but like, why are olives part of the the relationship? Is are they, is the beer company selling the olives No, too? it's a partnership of some gotcha, kind. Gotcha. Oh, and, and, and the promotion, like the thing that I'm supposed to be promoting is a $4 rebate. On the olives? Yeah, on the olives. So, like, if you buy these olives, if you buy, like, several of these olives. Right, you can mail You can some. mail something <laughs> in to get $4 back. And I'm going to have to stand in the food town and fucking tell them that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Push those rebates hard, so honey. So sad. Oh, my God. And, and if you think that the people in the Williamsburg liquor store treated me poorly... I can only imagine. But I imagine people are, uh, you know, more likely to booze in a grocery store, you know? Uh, I think the opposite. This is going to be like children and people with their kids and like, 
It's going to be so rough. It's going to be bad. You know where you're situated? Probably at the entrance. Oh, God. I didn't even think of that. Probably over by, like, those big the open olive windows. aisle. Oh, <laughs> my God. You're the new face of Food Town. So, yeah, if you're going to be in the Williamsburg area uh, this weekend um, and you're near a Food Town, chances are I'm inside of it uh, <laughs> trying to sell Dying olives. Yeah, I am at my absolute rock bottom uh, selling olives in. She's in the pit, says I am in the pit. That's really fun. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. It's so depressing. So, well, uh, ma'am, what kind of olives are these? I, I, I don't want to say because it's a brand that I'm going to have to actually work with, but let's just call them olives. <laughs> oh, I guess, yeah. I always assumed people bought olives. Is it like canned olives? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it's not fresh. They're right, certainly no. not fresh. <laughs> I was going to say, like, I mean, and guess cause, what? Because they do have like olive bars. I right? have to buy the fucking olives and then give a receipt no. to get reimbursed for these well, olives. You're a part of that rebate. <laughs> yeah, program. I you have use, to buy. You, you can use the rebate on yourself and maybe how right? many cans you're gonna use. You to- might be getting like twenty, <laughs> twenty-four extra dollars. That's true. I have to buy toothpicks and olives with my own money just to sit there. Hey, how and much do is this? a can of olives that you'll get four dollars back? That's what I was right? thinking. That's too. what I'm thinking. No one is going to want that. Shouldn't they be like 89 cents for a can of olives? Right? Olives? How much are olives? No one's going to buy these. Well, they're they're international. You know, we don't make those ourselves anymore. I remember a time when the States, we used to make our own olives. Well, I don't. Now we're importing. I'm going to approach it with a fun. I'm going to try to approach it with a fun attitude because I actually have to do it twice. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You got to approach life with a fun attitude, folks. But I'm really pretty upset about it. And I've really got to figure out a new gig I really thought this was gonna be like it for me I thought I was gonna go back and like I thought that I was gonna go back and they were gonna put me in like the fucking best places like working with cool I was actually worried about being too busy doing this and like worried about going to like all these like amazing (laughs) clubs I was like oh I'm gonna be so I'm like too old that's gonna be so weird when I'm like working in one oak again like and it's like they're like go to food town (laughs) olive bitch like oh my God. Such is life, I imagine. Life, right? The circle of life. I used to think that this, I would never even, if I had, like, I didn't didn't even know that this company did olive promotions because it didn't even come up, like, ever in the past. Like, I would have laughed. Oh, you're on the olive circuit. You're traveling. What if you traveled the world with the olive team? I would olive girl. Go to the Mediterranean, you know, see the sights. Italy, (sighs) where the olives come from. You become an olive ambassador that's not a bad life i hate olives i really hate olives i don't like them you know once you have the first one i i feel like the second and third and so on go down a little bit easier once yeah, that oil no, slicks like the that. throat and sometimes you can put cheese inside pimento, a little red pepper maybe gross oh and people and their toothpicks they're gonna be like toothpicking with the toothpicks right, that I right. bought with my money with their fucking olives. It's going to stink. And then, uh, and Do you have then... to buy your own can opener? Oh, God. <laughs> oh, no. Well, maybe they're the new pop-off can. Mm-hmm. Well, one would only hope. I have to buy my own ice for the fucking beer to sit in. You're in the red at this point. I know. I'm losing money on this. That's kind of horseshit that they make you do that. I have a mini little beef, though. I'd love to hear yes, that, what Jeff. Is it? Oh, no, fantastic. Yeah, it's, it's, on, it's on the tip of, not the tip of my tongue, but the tip of my nose here. Have you guys noticed the little yeah, uh, bulbous Rudolph. Look? Yeah, uh, those are bad. This guy has Is it a pimple? It's a, I, I hope it's a pimple because <laughs> that hasn't breached the skin yet, mm-hmm. but it's like... I, like, go to, like, touch my nose. It's it some hurts. of the worst pain ever. Wow, that sucks. It hurts so badly. That's yeah, the worst. Big boy. That's really the worst. Big. I didn't even see that at first. Mm-hmm. Oof. I don't even know what to do. I've never had anything like this. Oh, I have some... I can get some... I have some stuff Steroidal that you can put on. Steroidal cream or something? Yeah, you gotta... There's, like, a mask that you can put on it that'll, like, dry it out. You need to just dry Hot that compress. shit out. That. Hot compress is gonna you're, is gonna try to bring it. You could you should be trying to suppress that at this point. Don't I want this bad boy out? I wanna, Does he have I to come out? She goos. Ooh. Oh, okay. Maybe then hot compress. A, yeah, right. Hot compress. You think it'll uh, otherwise want to just like still be in in my nose? It'll dissolve I, back into your nose. Yeah, it starts fizzing. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ew. Your beef is with your nose. 
Uh, yeah, I mean, with the pimple itself. <laughs> it's like, yeah, she's like, a big don't, boy. don't shy away. Like, you come feeding out her? There so I could pop her. <laughs> Looks like you've been uh, slicking that through some olive juice. <laughs> yeah, oh. I actually heard olive juice is really good for that. Really? So if you'd like to buy two packages of olives, you can get $4 back. Oh, are they, the- in, they might be like, they do the terror olives now in like the uh, kind of like how they have tuna in like the pear package. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, you're right. So it's not a can. You don't have to worry about bringing the can opener. Uh, well, so that's a plus. <laughs> that is a plus. Yeah, I just have to worry about my dignity. Reeking of olives. <laughs> yeah. Reeking of olives. Yeah. <laughs> well, luckily, I don't face. have a sense of smell. Don't and talk I'm... to my kid, olive bitch. <laughs> Fingers covered in yeah. toothpick splinters. <gasps> if I sell the most, I get 25 extra dollars. Ooh. I'm the com- most out of everyone doing it? The most out it? of me and like six other people that are doing it. In the same food town? No. In the same area. Interesting. Fun. Very fun. Well, uh, we wish you both the best with your uh, <laughs> olive uh, issues. And Jeffrey, of course, that that big old pimple on your nose. Uh, uh, speaking of nose pimples, though, you actually have a bit of a nose pimple the, yourself. Yeah, I actually was. It's on the inside. No, though, but you have one on the left side, too. Do I? That's the right side. Yes, it is. Right there. Yeah, you have a little guy there. Smearing the skin, though, probably doesn't help. Yeah. Well, give it a good smear. This podcast, of course, isn't all about beef, although perhaps it should be. Um, (laughs) It's about those schemes and those dreams. And I'm actually pretty thrilled to announce the first person up in the pig pen. He's one of my (laughs) most favy baby Davies with the uh, with with the double flush of double flush, if you will. Uh, No. He's Dave Rosenberg, folks. How you doing out there, Dave? I'm good. (laughs) Folks, allow me to pose a question. Please please do. do. What's the worst part about these gosh darn compression blankets we keep hearing all about? Oh, man, they make my anxiety worse. Oh, the gravity blankets? Yeah, I guess. uh, Um too heavy? Yeah, they yeah. weigh it down. Yeah. Well, well, for starters, they're hot as heck. <laughs> uh, and frankly, they can be a bit suffocating. Uh, so you both kind of nailed that a little bit. Now, now let me paint a little picture for but you. But it's kind of got to be that, right? It, it does, and maybe it doesn't, Jeff. Uh, I had the very distinct pleasure of having a lovely 15-pound dog jumping lay on my chest during one of my recent naps and quickly noted the warmth and synchronous breathing immediately put me at ease, more than any compression blanket could, while leaving the rest of my body feeling airy and free. Okay? That's why today... (laughs) That's why today on this pod, I would like to introduce my brand new product to market, the Rickster, named after the lovely dog Ricky, who lulled me to sleep. Now, what the Rickster is, is essentially everything a 15-pound dog gives you, minus the actual sentientness, all right? Mm. Think of it as a warm breathing blob that you can strap to any part of your body. Uh, the Rickster is basically a dog's body without the legs or face, but still soft and cuddly. All right. And the Rickster comes in 15, 20, 25, and 30 pound blobs mm-hmm. and retails for $79.99. We keep that price consistent across our poundages. I like that. Okay. I like that. And so now you can have a furry little warm friend without the worry to uh, worry of feeding or taking care of it. So strap into the Rickster and let all your dreams come true. <laughs> I like that. I love it, Dave. Strap into the Rickster or the Rickster straps onto you, though? Mm. Well, we like to think of uh, once you have the Rickster, you are one being, right? right. So, so you're strapping into each other. Oh, I like that. I like yeah. that. Yeah. I, I have a question about your pricing. That's my only issue. I don't yeah. understand how do you keep up with uh, the supply and demand? How are you uh, not wasting product if you're making the more heavier ones uh, the same price as the... Mm-hmm. Ones that use mm-hmm. less. Well, we don't think uh, these types of anxieties should uh, should be <laughs> priced out differently. All right, your pain uh, cannot compare to anyone else's pain, and that's why our prices don't compare to anyone else's. It's that <laughs> flat fee, uh, and, and we hear you, and we're listening. And our our comments uh, on our social media channels about the Rickster have said that people enjoy seeing that price stay stable. They okay. do. Yeah, they I can do. see that, and they it's, it's actually. 
fairly woke of you to do that. It David. actually it is. Woke. is. You know, it's yeah. because say say the bigger person wants, or actually, it's not even based on the person. It's the type of dog that you'd like, or the type right. of uh, you know Rickster that makes you happy. And again, you like shouldn't put a cost on what makes you happy. Yeah, you yeah. don't put a cost on that type of care. You know, um, they don't they don't charge more for triple XL uh, sweatshirts, do they? Yes, no? they sometimes do. Uh, they do. at that triple X, then they have. Yeah. They're like, so all right, this is double the do. size of a yeah. small. Yeah. Um, okay, my next question would be, um, isn't <laughs> part of the comfort that this, like, living animal is, like, in it with you, though? You know, kind of just like, mm, I'm tired, too. Of you course, know? and that's why we replicate all those those things, Jeff. And I know... The uh, breathing and the warmth. The breathing and the warmth. What um, about, like, the, 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 the way the doggy looks the, at you, though? And he's like, I get it. Well, I get uh, it. hopefully at this point you're sleeping, so you're not looking at the dog. Right. Um, you know, it's really... It's, it's, it's a mother and her newborn, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it's warm, it's cuddly, um, and the, the 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 breathability of it, uh, the fact that it fluctuates with your body, uh, I, I think is something that you know everyone that's ever been a bigger little spoon can attest to. Right. Uh, you want that breathing to sync up with your partner, and it doesn't always do that, um, especially if you have a snoring partner. I'm not a snorer. I wasn't looking at you. You were <laughs> well, though. You were. Yeah. Well. Do I snore? <laughs> Yeah. I fell asleep in a, in a uh, cap the other day coming home. And <laughs> oh, God. No? Why? Different problem. What? what? I was tired. Like, I was actually, I was thinking about it the other day. Like, that's my new kind of quote-unquote scheme if it wasn't so expensive is, <laughs> is when you want to get a nap in after work, but you got to take the subway for 45 minutes. Why don't you just take a cab home that takes the same amount of time and get a good, you know, power nap in? Oh, I can't nap on the subway. For many reasons, yeah, but the true. cab is so much more expensive, right? I mean, there. But unless unless you're talking about how valuable your time is to right. yourself, yes. where you're using that 45 minutes to take a nap at home, you're doing it in the cab instead. Anyways, the guy when I woke <laughs> up was like, "Hey man, uh, <laughs> yeah. you've been sore." <laughs> I thought that was kind of rude. So yeah, that is rude. Plus, I don't really snore. I think it's horseshit. And, and you know, and the thing is that dogs snore too, believe it or not. And we don't want that waking you up, all right? We don't want uh, the, the little feet, mm-hmm. you know, pushing into parts of your body that you don't want it to, all right? And that's where right. the blob. So uh, the blob, the blob, like kind of like it's like it's like a water bed a little bit where it just kind of flows over whatever you know curve it's on. You know, when you turn to the side, does the blob like kind of like hug around your side as opposed? Well, does it, does it, it form fitting blob, if you will? Yeah, you know, it's it's not as uh, you know uh, flowy as a water bed. Um, the the chemicals in there are a little bit thicker. Highly toxic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you don't want to pop this sucker open at all. <laughs> I don't appreciate that you're reducing Ricky to nothing more than a blob and you're actually no, yeah. removing his feet and his sentience because you find <laughs> no, them not, to be well, annoying. Who is Ricky? Uh, who is Ricky? Who is Ricky? Ricky is uh, the fans out there. Ricky Obviously, I know he is, is a dog. the best dog to ever live. Mm, He's yes. my parents' dog. He is an angel. Not an angel. Brought to us. He's better than any dog that I've ever had in the past. He is the best dog in the world. Agreed, David. There's a photo of him right over there. He is a sweet. He's the sweetest, snuggliest. The brown one. The white one. The little brown one is our (laughs) other dog that we used to have, and she was really sweet too. But no one compares to Ricky. Ricky is a little king. Uh, he is a little king, um, and he's a king that gave this king an amazing idea. That's the Rickster. Because uh, he just came and snuggled right up on he, you. He came that's and what snuggled. he does. Uh, and that's what that's what the Rickster. He's got, a forever right? puppy. He wants to snuggle. That's very cute. Isn't that so nice? Very cute. And he doesn't bark, and he doesn't smell. No. He's got all the right bits. He doesn't even right eat. He just, he's like a little machine. He likes, snu- he snuggles and he plays. He's a teddy bear. That's, those are the two things he does. And he sleeps and he does his little like half closed eyes. Uh, that's very cute. It's so well, cute. We don't have any eyes on our Rickster, of <laughs> Well, course. upload some pictures of Ricky onto or the Tornadation Instagram on if you'd corner. like to see. Oh, oh, I don't like that I'm one bit. watching. Um, so he does move around and how, how, tell me about the flow again. Is it like a jelly-like flow or <laughs> it's more of like a squeeze pillow? It's more of a, a squeeze pillow, um, mm-hmm. but 
at the same time, we don't want to take away from the flowability of it. Right. right? Uh, so it, it's almost a perfect mix. We can't give you the exact proportions of what we're using in our chemical uh, Rickster, but but this guy is is built to last, and right. you can believe that. Uh, so you don't have to worry about rolling over on this sucker in the middle of the night. <laughs> oh, true. Because right. that would be a problem for you a know, dog. That would be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> what about the, uh, you said the you synchronize the breathing. Now, is that because the dog has a nice... Yes, and I found that to be quite soothing, Jeffrey. And so that's not <laughs> something that changes. That's like just the natural... You know, no, uh, no, it it will uh, take account of your breathing all mm-hmm. right, by by using our, our digital measurements inside of the Rickster. All right. right. It, it knows when it's moving similar to a, a phone that knows when it's looking at you. you right. Know? Of um, course. Uh, and, <sighs> you know, we, we come in, we go out, um, you know, it's self-explanatory, Jeffrey. Does uh, he have to be turned on or he just kind of knows? Uh, he does have to be turned on. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a little switch inside the belly of the beast. Right. Uh, I would like maybe like the belly is like less hairless, you know? So it's kind of like, you know, like gorillas tummies, you know, like you have like the open patch and then it's like furry on the side. So maybe it's like the tummy's like a little like felty. Yes. And yes. the buttons on the yeah. belly button. I, I do love that, Jeffrey. And so like maybe it. it's a little more, I think like maybe the shape is kind of like... Maybe just like, I'm thinking like almost, I think it could have a head though, you know, like like a two-balled snowman. And a cute you know? little face, you know, little button eyes. Well, the, the, Jeff, look at, if you look at our animatronic cat, face, you know, <laughs> if you look at the animatronic cat that we have in the corner there. Yeah, I see him. Let's the, take a photo, we'll post that on the Twitter. Uh, <laughs> uh, the, the eyes um, are something that I don't like to look at. You don't look. like the cat's eyes now? Well, I, the, the eyes scare me a little yeah, bit. They're There's no scary. The eyes on the, on the sloth are pretty cute though yeah i love all my stuffed animals um, i like the sloth a little bit because say a bigger version of that sloth will post one of those on the twitter as well uh <laughs> like it's like arms and legs can kind of hang over you yeah, you know, yeah. on the sides and maybe his arm maybe maybe the top maybe the the torso has that that rickster fluid but the arms and the legs are filled with like beans you know Ooh. sloth beans what no no just like kind of like um you remember that thing we used to have that like went around your neck that you could like heat up in the microwave that yes. had like rice in it? A little monkey. <laughs> like a little yeah. travel pillow? Yeah. Yeah, I get that. So then you would strap the uh, the monkey's arms around your neck and then Not maybe the legs around your waist and then it's sort of hugging you the whole time as it's breathing. That's pretty... But those I arms mean, would like have that. to be pretty long. How does it, it, how does it, breathe, with, how does it breathe with you? Well, we're using uh, our natural circadian rhythm pass that we have downloaded into eTrickster. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> think of the the uh, the new Chucky movie if you've seen. Oh, it. okay, yes, 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 I have. So, oh, Chucky's like f- for the digital age. Uh-huh. Yeah, he, he he's moving and he's grooving and he's learning all your I habits. I am your buddy. Oh, it does scare me. <laughs> Nothing scarier than a kid's voice. Mm-hmm. I hear that. So, so I mean, those are my little addendums. Uh, love uh, it. Do you have any more questions? No, I think I'm good. I think I'm ready to put down the money for that. I love it. I think it's good to pivot from weighted blankets themselves because they are overwhelming. The They're scary. Your it's like p- a almost quicksand feeling of inescapable anxiety. I don't mm-hmm. understand how they help mm-hmm. anyone. So I would love this right. different right. take right. on it's that. It's like being buried alive almost. Yes, exactly. Exactly. And this is more for a single person, right? The compression blanket can interfere with the the you know, the sleeping partner in your life. Um, What's more for the single person, the Rickster? The Rickster, right? Because a compression blanket, depending on the size, you you know, it might bother your other partner in bed if it's the Rickster. Uh, no, the the compression blanket. Why? Why would a blanket bother someone? Because you don't want to have like the side of a heavy blanket sitting on your partner when the majority of it is on me. 
it might bother you if I had a compression blanket. So it would bother her less if you had a Rickster on yeah, you? Yeah, the, the Rickster. <laughs> the Rickster. Uh, yeah, the breathing blob <laughs> is uh, somehow. Hey, it could be heated. Is it heated? It is heated. Yeah, I feel like that. Um, uh, did I not say that in the pitch? Of course it's, you, it's you, heated. You might have. Because um, uh, that's really what's going to soothe you to sleep. Cool. You could do a partnership with... Uh, Hot packs over here. Hot packs. Who's hot packs? You, your company, your hot backpack company. My hot backpack company? Yeah. Oh, the lamp. Your hot backpack company. Yeah, hot Hot spot. spot. Of course. Hot Hot spot. spot. Of course. So that's the Rickster. (laughs) Well, which idea are you going with today? You're going with your original one? I'm going with my original one. Okay. Uh, There are attachable arms. Uh, What about the belly (laughs) belly thing or not? So, like, fur on the top side and kind of a soft belly. Yeah, no, I do like that to keep away the sweat uh you know we don't want you getting too hot under the rickster right um but this is really going to allow you to move it uh around those spots in your body that maybe have the the highest levels of anxiety right um and the breathing could help you center your breathing right like it's good yes maybe it's a we market it as like a uh, you know, almost like a health and wellness toy for children, you know. Mm, yeah, like an anxiety buddy. Yeah, yeah, get rid of, you know, these, buddy. these people like, His name you is know, Rickster, uh, Jamie Lee Curtis who are addicted to Vicodin, you know. Oh, you just got to get that out there, right? <laughs> you just got to slander Jamie Lee. I well, knew she did, she did, she is from that Michael Myers gave her anxiety. <laughs> yeah, that's right. What? Mm-hmm. Yeah, the f- being in Halloween. Oh. I'm so sure there's weird been that impersonators out there. Yeah. I'm a, sorry, did I cut you off? Oh, no. I didn't. I didn't. Keep going. That's the Rickster. I, I think it's I love it. really, really good, Dave. Thanks, Jeff. Especially, you know, for, you know, you have a, you have a nice, beautiful, somewhat subtle way of, of you know, turning turning your lemons into lemonade. Yes. Uh, no, it's wonderful. Hot lemonade that breathes <laughs> with you. <laughs> That's great. Clap it out, man. Thank you, guys. Love and I it, think Dave. that's one of those things that, uh, you know, we're going to reach out to the community. Maybe we'll end up doing Fiverr again. But I do want to start doing, yeah. you know, the little, little sketches and such of, of the products like we did uh, yesteryear. Yeah, of let's course. do that. That would be great. Of course. Uh, next up in the pig pen, ladies and gentlemen, you've been waiting all week for him. Uh, <laughs> he's serving up a dish best served warm, actually. Hmm. Uh, hopefully, I don't know his idea, but he's El Jefe. He's the chef, hey? And he's chopping shit up. Jeff Rosenberg, what do you got for us? How's everyone out there doing today? We're good. We're we're, great. We're we're trying our best. We're really trying. We are trying our best. That's right. And that's all we can really ask of anyone, you know, uh, to try your best. Okay. But, you know, you can try your best and you still wake up with a massive uh, painful pimple on your (laughs) nose, right? (laughs) And no no one can give that or take it away from you except... Uh, this man or woman we call God in the sky. Uh, you're not wrong. Well, you could give it to yourself. Me? Yeah, when not washing your face. And right. Stuff. Well, I haven't washed my face in years. Sleeping on a dirty pillowcase. Yes. Uh, <laughs> okay. Right. <laughs> so be it. So, but I have, I have a, you know, uh, compared to your pimple, which is on the exterior, easily possible. Hey, leave him and oh, his. You have a pimple compared to you, sweetie. He got, no, he got nothing on his nose. Okay. So I have this. You know, the boy is front and center uh it's beneath the surface what can i do we were talking earlier about these hot compresses uh right. using some sort of cream mm-hmm. uh, to, to lower it and and we were talking about olives i'm actually glad you <laughs> talked about olives wow. a little bit. really i was thinking about cherries as well you, oh. you know how you know some of the olives you have to bite around the pit yeah and you know with the cherry you have you know a, a uh, the uh pit popper if you will you know that the stem pop, uh, pops the the a pit tool, out of a, a cherry. utensil. Yes, they You've also slide out a bit easier than an olive would. I feel like. Of course, yes, yes, yeah. yes. Oh, this is all great. I'll use this for my presentation. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about regarding the cherries, right? You you put it in a little device, and it like shoots a you know little metal spike right, and right. pops it out. Well, so that's how they serve the most of the time. Yeah, right? yeah. Because yeah. I didn't like, actually know about that, but I love that. That's yes. cool. So today, I'm I'm pitching a version of that for your your face, uh, more specifically your nose. Okay? okay, I've got this guy in the center. Two prongs go inside both nostrils, right? Okay, 
and you have a little, you know, metal retractable uh, spike that goes in there and, and very slivery, slimy, pops that juicy pimple and extracts that juice inside, it just deflating it out. out. It, well, yeah. that's the beauty of, you know, uh, uh, how do I put this? Um, you know, when you pop something and it goes from one vacuum to another, it doesn't really suck it out. It's releasing that force, so it's just kind of pulling itself out. You I know? know, I see. You um, know, but and you're putting two holes on the other side of your nose to get that. No, or is it no, more no. Of a clamp? That's, that's that's the clamp inside the nose, uh-huh. right? And then uh, just to kind of give it leverage, so it can. You know, and it's also like pushing in because you can, you know, sometimes when you pick your nose, you can like feel it on the inside too. Of course. Mm-hmm. And boy, she's a juicy one. Speaking of breathing, I think this guy's got its own goddamn pulse. Ew. Uh, I saw, I saw it wiggle the other day. No. Much like the Rickster. <laughs> yes, much like the It's a, like a little it's Rickster for my nose. Gross. Right? Keeps me warm and the pickster. Why the pickster. would I get this if I could just pick up the pimple myself with a little needle? Would you do that? Yeah. Oh, people do that. For sure. You but, pick it but, with but like people a, like a, are afraid of needles, for sure. Um, I would hate to have a, a needle go anywhere in my face. That's what face. this is. Yeah, yeah. but it's a but sort it's a of... machine that has a clamp that does it, too. Well, because it's a little more like... Uh, you know, you have to worry less about your own steady hands. You know, uh-huh, you like line true. it up with the tool. And so tell me more about this needle, though. <laughs> do, you, do you sanitize? Do you like burn the tip before? Yeah, I actually put it in a little like a rubbing alcohol you've or something. Put, you've never done that to me, have you? No. And then aren't you ever worried about the steadiness of your hand when you're like putting it on your skin? Or, uh, or is someone else doing it for you? No, it's always it's always been me doing it. I mean, I don't get that many pimples. I have a, other skin issues, like, mm-hmm. but I don't get that many pimples. But yeah, when I do, I just take them out. Do you go straight in or do you go from the side? You got to go straight in. Really? You got to go to the... Yep. Yeah. Well, so yeah. for people who maybe uh, would be a little more tentative about doing this, this is a device uh, that allows you to not see the needle. Maybe you're a little. Yeah. Uh, also, don't do this. It's bad for your skin. I just can't help myself. The right. needle is bad for your skin. <laughs> yeah. The needle's bad for your skin. Well, um, mine is. It's dangerous, too. Right. Yes, the dang- we'll go with the danger thing. Mine isn't dangerous, and the jury is actually still out on whether it's bad for the skin. It is. <laughs> to pick your skin, it's so bad. Well, we're going, you're not picking at this, though. We're just kind of like uh, getting rid of the pressure. We're, we're allowing this bubble to be popped. It's almost like a wine opener, you know? Yes, you, it is a little like a wine where opener. Where the cork comes up yep. uh, once you have the, the two secure clamps on the mm-hmm, side. Mm-hmm. You push down on that, and then you pop up, pop open the cork. That's, um, exactly, okay. that's exactly what's going on. We're calling it the pimple. Oh, oh I like good. that name. And that's going to cost you four ninety nine. That's, that's great. That's a good price, That's Jeff. a good price, I, I think too. you can get right in there with those nail clippers, and I think you can yep. get right in there with all those sort of uh, hygienic little mm, travel right, packs. Yeah, right, on, right at the cash register, too. Oh, yeah. That um, is wonderful. Are you thinking a uh, stainless steel type of... Uh, uh, yeah, you know, like a stainless steel stays clean. We also do, you know, your slate black one for people who... You know, like to like to keep their their stuff like you know charcoal and and a little They're elevated. A Kirkland where, where, product, where stainless steel is you know maybe you know the early aughts, uh, the black charcoal, the slate is kind of uh, the twenty twenty look. Yes, uh, he's you're not wrong about that. And we're also <laughs> working on a w- wood grain handle as well. Wow, very Williamsburg. That's mm-hmm. nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That is something special, Jeff. Yeah, um, well, the wood grain is going to cost you a little more than five dollars. I'm sure. <laughs> But in this city, people are willing to pay. (laughs) People like that wood grain. Yes, they do. Teak. So are you, um, have you experimented with this at all? I noticed that the pimple, of course, is still on your face. Right. Um, yeah. Well, <laughs> um, we're, we're still working on the prototype, um, but we're going to have one uh, twenty mid-2020, Dave. Interesting. And, uh, and, and, and the other part about those two clamps that go into the nostril is that they help push push all the pus up and, and, and build a, a bigger knob for you to squash. I, I already imagined it, Jeff. Maybe <laughs> at the break we can take a needle to your nose though and see if that does the trick as well. Oh, needle nose? No, needle we're not nose. doing any kind of thing like that here. Yeah, maybe we'll get into that stuff. Oh, you don't <laughs> want our apartment to be covered in just pimple pus? No, I don't. The pimple, P-I-M-P-P-U-L-L. Uh, are you sharing that middle P, one must ask? 
P-I-M-P-U-L-L. Oh, yeah, of course we're sharing the middle P. Gotcha. Um, Share uh, the middle P. That's that, awesome. That's going to save you money on ink, of course, as well, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. when you're printing mm-hmm. up your business mm-hmm. cards or and we your could do, we could do, like, the back-to-back P. Oh, I do like oh, that. That might look like a Q. Yeah. You think it's gross if someone pops someone else's pimple in, no, that's a whole, uh, in front of other people? I feel like that's a whole fetish. They actually make <laughs> the... So they make that... Uh, um, that like toy uh that you oh can, i like, know what you're talking pimples. about yeah where it's like sinew and what's it called simulating right 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 i remember once like towards like the beginning of our relationship i was like looking at one of dave's pimples and what? jake and amir were actually there and then like the next week on if i were you uh, amir was talking about someone he a girl he knew who popped her boyfriend's pimples in front of other people and how mm-hmm. gross that was which is definitely about us where well, was it on his back we love to get shout know, outs it was on his matter. neck or something I'm mostly a, a little jaw guy you yeah know, he under gets the him jaw. on his like, neck and stuff isn't that more like a razor burn though not these suckers it's probably, it's probably from going to the gym you know you, you don't wipe after yeah always gotta wipe, wipe after reading <laughs> wipe after working that's right this I don't like, wipe down the machines at the gym. Me neither, out of spite. I never have. Mm-hmm. Um, Sometimes I do if I'm like peop- if I feel people watching me. Right. I think it's a waste. Of, like I think you're adding too many chemicals to it. To yeah. Be people are wiping it down after every use. Like, yeah. come on, well, yeah, it's a little OCD. Well, if you sweat and get the machine disgusting, then you should. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, once you're sweaty, then aren't you getting every machine sweaty? Yeah. I agree. If anything, there should be wipes for the no, body. No, but not some the people machine. like sweat like crazy. Like some people drip sweat. That's me. Do you really? No, uh-huh. you don't. You fucking don't. You drip sweat when you're sitting in the sauna during the entire time uh, we're at the gym. We call that a Jewish workout. <laughs> <laughs> oh, David. So uh, you guys are in? Yes, Jeff. I love the pimple. Sure. Um, yeah. The price is right where I love to see it at. Um, looking forward to seeing that wood grain version. I think that's going to be really popular um, in in the, the popular the, is a nice little motto. Ooh. The pimple. It's popular. Oh, I like that. See, you're a, you're a branding guy. You're a marketing man. You're an advertising man. We're branding agency. Why uh, look, don't look we? Let's do something Q1 like that. 2020. Uh, you bring your stuff to us. We'll tell you what's up. We need to do some kind of business for real so that I don't have to be an olive salesman. Mm-hmm, Let, mm-hmm. That's like really think. That's a good idea. Yeah. I like it. I'm with it. Nation, if you're out there, um, build us a portfolio. Help you know. us. And, I, uh, for, help us and, help and you. you can join the squad as well. Yeah, you can We're work with us. Expand. You can be our boss. We're looking to expand. We all <laughs> so need anybody a boss. wants to hire all three of us, like the three stooges. Mm. Jeff, mm. let's clap it out for El Jefe. Fedora salesman. He's fantastic. Folks, I am so excited for this next person. Uh, <laughs> she is Queen Anna, and she's going to regale us with a tale uh, of two cities, two ideas, um, I don't know what her idea is, so I'm just killing time for you to uh, find I'm your ready, David. And when she's ready, folks, Queen Anna, please take your throne. Thank you. So um, allow me to pose a question. Please, please do. Yeah. Um, what's the worst part about parking? Um, uh, parking is, uh, you know, I find that, uh, I am no longer good at parallel parking. No, not at all. Um, I um, used to be somewhat of a savant, they say, but I think for the fact that you won't let me get glasses cause I can't see anything. <laughs> well, it sounds like you don't need them, but that's well, a different I issue. I do wear glasses though. You don't need them either. Yeah, but the doctor says otherwise. No, he doesn't, sweetheart. I guess, uh, you think I wear for... I think you're wearing Forever 21 window glass glasses. No, that's... Yeah, you are, you <laughs> Why are. Would I do that i you tell me oh i want it <laughs> you i think you would <laughs> there no that, definitely not true I, they it, came out a, of nowhere pretty suddenly yeah, that, i think that's how that's how a new thing works though right <laughs> No, usually people that wear glasses, they're it's like well, an ongoing. Like you, they have contacts. Their vision is yeah, when do you gra- start? gradually getting we worse. Were, Sometimes he's putting right, it on I at the movies. Been wearing monocles before, for, yeah. and then upgraded to <laughs> first, multiple lenses. First, it's like just at the movies or reading. It's like, oh, where's my glasses? And you're putting on like you're like Hugh, Hugh Grant at the movies, like throwing on your glasses during right, but Notting then I Hill. I'm not the type of guy that puts them in the pocket. You want to get uh, acclimated to them, otherwise you can get a little dizzy. You went from zero to a hundred and like 
one day. So right. it's hard to take the glasses. The, yeah, you went from zero <laughs> glasses to a pair of glasses. Right, right. In a day, it seemed. Yeah. And you committed hard to them. Well, you know, when you can't see, it's helpful. You can't see. You, well, you, I, I couldn't read see. the menu at the deli the other day. That Anna. was interesting. That was the first time you've ever done anything well, like that. What about driving at night, Dave? I can't. We don't. I don't do it. Well, I thought that was because you, you were scared, not because you, you can't see. Can't see it's because you can't see? Yes. First of all, David, hold on. Let's take a break for a second. I think there's she, a serious problem. Like, if you're saying that I won't let you get glasses <laughs> you and you won't. cannot see, you cannot see, but I won't let you, then you're a pussy. Like, if you, I do I tell you what? that? I'm telling you you don't need glasses because I don't think you need them. But if you really need them and it's not about just like wanting to wear them because Jeff's wearing them, which is what I'm convinced that it is, then go get fucking glasses. I'm not your mommy. You don't need my permission. You are my mommy. My God. <laughs> this is all this toxic thinking that goes on here. Oh, no one let me get glasses. Yeah, she won't. That's fu- no. You go. say I look ugly in them. No, in that's, that. not I've heard you say that's, it. that's not true. That's not true. I've heard you say That's it. not true. You said I've never, I would never date a glasses guy. That's not true. I never said that. My, I said my dad and my brother wear glasses. Everyone in my family wears glasses. Do you make glasses. out with them? <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> I seriously. Well, let's go glasses let's shopping tomorrow. Let's get you some glasses. Then. I have some so, backup pairs. They're thick no, framed, <laughs> and uh, you're gonna look real fresh. What are the thick framed ones? I would like to see those ones. No, I, I, don't, I don't like these ones very much. If I'm being you honest, don't like these no, ones very much. No, they're doing Harry Potter like round let me, a little. Let me give them a Gandhi. Taste. You look like Gandhi. <laughs> <laughs> They're kind of Gandhi glasses. Gandhi, uh, you look like that's Gandhi. That's not an insult, though. Some people take that as high yeah, praise. You look enlightened as fuck. <laughs> um, all right. Well, anyway, yeah, I guess I won't let Dave get glasses. News bulletin. And back to my idea. What's the worst part about parking? Other than uh, being in the car with Dave, it is not being able to find a parking spot. Of course, uh, especially in this city. Mm-hmm. So what if I told you that I had an app that was using the exact same technology that Waze and Google Maps uses to tell you where the traffic is? Mm-hmm. It tells you where the parking spots are. Mm, interesting. And actually, why doesn't Waze or Google Maps do that already? Right. Because so. if you're logged in and you usually log in while you're in your parking spot and, you know, you see when the car is moving, bing, 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 that spot's free. Yeah. So we should be like an app that we're partnering with. We could partner with these bigger apps, get a huge buyout. We get like purchased by like Google for like $150 million, that's Okay, a, That's a good number. Like, and that's our thing is like we are just using like you click in like, I'm leaving. You, it could be like um, kind of like with ways where you like if there's a car on the side of the road, you get points if you say like, right, you know what right, I mean? Right. Like this is like you get points. You could get some kind of karma for like saying that you're leaving your parking spot, but it's not just about that. It would also be like actual satellite. satellite views. Yeah, so that's satellite. what's key is you need to uh, really dive into those satellite views because that's that's how you know Waze is pretty crazy with how it can tell you exactly where accidents are. Um, yeah, and that's because pe- that's not satellite though, is it? Yeah, that's I, like people saying there's an accident. No, it is, but it's a. I I think it's um, a combination of some sort. Um, yeah, like they know where the traffic is because of satellites, right? No, I think because <laughs> your phone tells how you're, fast you're Yeah, your you're phone going. is telling how fast you're going. Right. I think S- Google Maps used to use satellites more. Well. Check back on that. Well, either way, this is possible. It has to be. Right. Right? Yeah. Imagine it's not. The thing is, though, that... Uh, <laughs> um, uh, parking spots are always changing and moving, right? So, but you, the satellite sees all. Satellite does see all mm-hmm. um, in real time. In real time, and it partners uh, with our app. If you got that partnership going, well, who decides who gets that parking spot? Though, as soon as it's taken, then it's not it's not showing up there anymore. I know. So we see it's almost like Revel, 
I guess most places don't have Revel, but it, it, it like disappears from the screen or can I reserve it? Yeah. No, you can't reserve it, I don't right. think, because yeah. that would not, that would, that would not be great, but that yeah. wouldn't work because a car could pull up from another place and mm-hmm. just get in the spot. But it should just be like, yeah, it disappears when it's not available anymore. And you, and you would get pinged, of course, when it does become available. So let's say you're using the Waze app. It knows where your destination is. So, uh, you know, five minutes out, it could start sending you updates on what street, where uh, a parking spot It would opens. be so great, yeah. Like if we're driving somewhere and you put the address in and it could say you could click a button that says like find parking nearby. They already can do that with the garages, like, right. you know. But if it could be actual spots like using satellite to see like where it seems like things are empty and where there's spots, then it's like, oh, like, seems like there's spots on 48th Street, whatever. Yeah, and more so, it should even tell you the rules uh, around the parking, the hours, yeah. uh, if it's a metered spot you or You should not. be able to just, like, yeah, like, scan or, like, put in the the street that you're on and, the, like, it should tell you the parking rules. Right. Well, I think because it knows your destination, it would already have yeah. that information. Mm-hmm. So I think you're onto something there. I think you are onto something there. I, I, like, I would like using it. I recall back in my heyday, I had to uh, move my uh, family member's car in New York City, and sometimes... I, it would take three hours to find a parking spot. Oh, that's the worst. Three hours? That's yeah. fucking terrible. Holy cannoli. Whose car did you have? Uh, it was a, a guy. <laughs> 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 Jeff used to have a guy. Um, um what a, okay, you're, you're scared to say who it was. Is, do you have a name for uh, this uh, parking spot finder by no, any chance? I don't. Um, Parking, parking pal, Park parking pal. pal. Yeah, parking pal. Parking pee-pee. pal. Back to back piece. Yeah. With their arms crossed. <laughs> <laughs> that is quite the idea. I, I wonder if the parking situation outside of uh, New York, um, Brooklyn, is as bad. Uh, like you know, cities everywhere. Yeah, you cities know, it's everywhere. terrible. We've been in that position before, Dave. Um, and there's and, and no worse thing than being five minutes from your home and then having to circle the block for three hours. Remember like, when we tried to drive to the gym from here and we couldn't find parking, so we just had to come home? <laughs> so depressing. Yep. And there goes our workout for the <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, it was like an hour. <laughs> Why did you drive to the gym? It was raining. It was oh, yeah, yeah. It's kind of far from here. It is a little far from here. Well, that's the, your warm-up, though. It's like a people- mile walk to get there well, it's a good walk though um and it helps loosen up the body if the rickster ain't loosening you up uh, in the of the night. Oh my god i can't believe you immortalized ricky in this idea That's i love it so cute, much David. very good guy You're so you are cute. such a good right, guy so i am a good guy, guy. Uh, no guy. matter what anyone says <laughs> no matter what i'm good to the You're bone You're a good guy and you need glasses buddy well, I'm in as a customer. I, I like it very much. Uh, it would save me probably at this point days of my life. <laughs> Thank you. Can I count on you as an investor as well? Of course. Excellent. Um, and I'm also in as a customer and an investor. I Thank think you, David. You, you got something smart going on here. Thank you, buddy. Uh, and, and if there's one thing we all need, it's to find our place in life, our parking place. I'm a little worried about that. people speeding up because they see like a spot open and mm. then, you know, g- getting that left turn on the red light. All of a sudden it's T-bone mania. Oh, you know, that's really T-bone not our problem. <laughs> <laughs> we completely excuse ourselves from... Uh, from all of that, really. Mm-hmm, that's mm-hmm. unnecessary drama. That's negativity that we do not They don't condone. even adhere, yeah, they don't adhere to that. Yeah, it has nothing to do with us. We don't even have anything to do with what happens once you're in the spot, to right. be quite honest. We right. just let you know where the spots are at. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hey, I like you, it. Know, you can't argue with that. Because, um, of course, the worst thing is thinking there's a spot open, and it turns out it's a hydrant. Yeah, there's, a hydrant. there's a garage in front of it. There's a garage. Everyone in this neighborhood has a tow guy. Yeah, and and so I think what Anna's app will do is really take out, uh, you know, the, the false um, sense of security we have when we're driving down a street and ahead of us we see a little bit of opening. Right, um, right, right, right. Clear that right what up. What if fire hydrants kind of, uh, what if they, like, blasted a light out at night so you knew not to get excited you yeah know? right or maybe there should be a they flag should have a light anyway on top of the they fire should, hydrant they, you should be able to park in a fire hydrant spot. i agree yeah this, seriously this is horse shit i've you know you break the window if you need to or throw the hose over the car right 
or run the hose under the car. Well, sure. that's what I don't get. I mean, if it's like you can access a fire hydrant from the sidewalk, like really? Like we can't park there just for like there, that one second of inconvenience? Yeah. They take up maybe, you know, a potential 15% of the street. I just don't get yeah. how it makes it like, it doesn't make it so they can't fight the fire. Yeah. Right. We're going to fight the but fire. But maybe it could. Maybe it could. Maybe it could. Like maybe like it's if there's like, like some. The fi- you know, it's not running like the under the car. Run it under the car. Or even between cars, right? If anyone knows. Or get a knows. different type of hose that <laughs> yeah. like can wrap around. You know, oh, hoses if, wrap around. What if it was a fire hydrant should be designed differently so that they come out of the very tippity top so that you just screw it onto the top and then it goes instead of from the side. Mm-hmm. Do you know what yeah, I'm talking about? Yeah, that's true. Because then it would be like you could just the top of the hydrant. They should be taller too. Yeah, they should be big and tall. They should be like like they should be like eight feet tall. Right, you should be spraying the building. Why are they not? Seems like they haven't updated. If I designed the world, it would be so much better. Each one should have its own little kind of like turret hose on it, so you just like activate it. It's the size of a phone booth, and you can get in. Anyone can get in if you're certified, and you can just like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You know. Ah, they should be tall. Cut out the firemen. Yeah, the fire, oh, the fire hydrant. Jeff, we have, we have we a lot of uh, union support from the FDNY. We on love this the podcast. FDNY. Go save a cat. We love them. We love them. Go save a cat. We watched the town this weekend. Yeah, very good. Very good. We watch the town every weekend. <laughs> we basically do. Um, <laughs> folks, that was a great um, first part of the episode. I think we all had wonderful ideas. The Rickster, of course, um, should be solidified in everyone's mind mm-hmm. and chest. Of course, um, of course. And the pimple puller, just pimple. The pimp. Oh, right, the pimple. Pimple. The pimple. That is genius, Jeff. Thank you, David. Um, I like that. And uh, of course, finding those spots. Uh, the parking pal. The parking pal. Uh, I love it. I need it. I want it. <laughs> Here we go. We'll be right back after these messages. What is that, Joe? So stinky. Reel it in. Reel it in. Reel it in. The catch of the day. <laughs> Folks, the catch of the day comes to us from Chicago. And it's the part of the show where we like to salute people out there uh, scheming and dreaming in all the worst ways out so, there in the real world. Uh, and this is uh, brought to you by Chicago and Vice. Um, it's a Vice article. Uh, <laughs> And the headline is, I accidentally uncovered a nationwide scam on Airbnb. I'm very excited for this. I'm so excited too. Uh, uh, While searching for the person who grifted me in Chicago, I discovered just how easy it is for users of the short-term rental platform to get exploited. Uh, So sit down and listen to this horrifying story. (laughs) The call came about 10 minutes before we were set to check into the Airbnb. I was sitting at a brewery just around the corner from the rental of Northwood Street in Chicago when the man on the other end of the line said that our planned visit wouldn't be possible. Oh, I'm just going to read the first part to get you an idea of what's happening here. A previous guest had flushed something down the toilet, which had left the unit flooded with water, he explained. Jeff? Apologetic. No. Uh, there's pimple juice all over this place. <laughs> Apologetic. He promised to let us stay in another property he managed until he could call a plumber. I had flown with two friends to the city in hopes of relaxing at the end of the summer for a little getaway. We had purchased oh, tickets okay. to attend the September music festival riot fest where blink 182 <laughs> and taking back sunday were scheduled to perform so taking relaxing the trip had gotten <laughs> off to a rough start even before the call around a month before a first airbnb host had already canceled leaving a th- 
us with little time to figure out alternative housing. While scrambling to find something else, I stumbled upon a local Airbnb rental listed by a a couple, Becky and Andrew. Sure, the house looked a little basic in the photos Never trust a Becky. But but it was (laughs) nice enough, especially considering the time crunch. Light-filled, spacious, light-filled, spacious, and close to the blue line. Now we're facing our second potential disaster in 30 days, and I couldn't help but feel slightly suspicious of the man on the phone who had called me from a number with the LA area code. Hoping to talk in person, I asked him if he was in the area. He said that he was at work and didn't really have time to chat. Then he added that I needed to decide immediately if I was willing to change my reservation. As if he could hear me calculating in my own head how much of a hassle it would be to find a hotel instead, he then added something else to the pitch. (laughs) It's about three times bigger than me and said, that's the good news. The bad news, which went unstated, was that I had unknowingly stumbled into a nationwide web of deception that appeared to span eight cities and nearly 100 property listings. An undetected scam created by some person or organization that had figured out just how easy it is to exploit Airbnb's poorly written rules in order to collect thousands of dollars through phony listings, fake reviews, and when necessary, intimidation. This this is bringing back Quest Moving Vibe. Oh no, it's probably them. Considering Airbnb's lax enforcement of its own policies, who could blame the scammers for taking advantage of the new world of short-term rental I smell some anti-Airbnb propaganda going on here. Every reason to believe they could do so with impunity. All right. And so from what she could see on her phone, the photos he sent looked fine enough. And finding myself again in a last minute pinch, I reluctantly agreed, this woman says. My one condition was that he put in writing what we agreed to verbally, that I'd move back to the original listing as soon as possible or be refunded for half of my trip if the plumbing issue couldn't be resolved. He agreed and I accepted a change to my reservation through Airbnb's messaging app. So they popped in the new address into Uber and took off. But when the driver approached the drop-off location, we noticed something odd. That exact address didn't exist. After walking up and down North Kenmore Avenue, we were able to find a guest house hidden in a back alley that had a keypad on its front door. Once inside, we discovered what looked more like a flop house in someone's house. (laughs) While at three levels it was quite big, almost everything else seemed off. The pantry housed a single bottle of soy sauce. (laughs) The couch looked nothing like the one in the photos. The bedrooms were filled with a large number of bizarrely arranged beds. The whole... place felt grimy and there was a hole punched in the wall. <laughs> the only decor was a giant wooden cross and a few pieces of oh, generic Chicago themed artwork. Oh my god, artwork. I'm pretty sure me and Joe stayed at a place like yeah. this in Toronto. <laughs> and the dining room's overstock.com bar stools looked as if they would turn into dust if you sat on them. <laughs> By then, it was already late in the afternoon when the first day of the vacation basically gone, I decided to let the whole thing slide. But the next day, we got a text from the man who said that the plumbing in the original (laughs) rental had not been fixed. got worse. But that new tenants were... Uh, moving into our flop house the next day. Not quite sure what to do. We booked a hotel and decided to deal with getting a refund later. The last time I heard from Becky and Andrew, they sent me a strange message on Airbnb asking that I give them no less than a five-star review since Airbnb had changed its its algorithm and that I communicate all concerns privately. Uh, This is a quote from the man. Uh, I respectively request that you let me know about any challenges you face with my property directly on this message thread rather than write a four star review. (laughs) Uh, When I asked about the status of the refund, they ghosted me, which led me to contact Airbnb. Though I had been moved to a flop house and then told to leave early, Airbnb only refunded me $399 of my $1,221 $1,221 purchase. What? And only did so after I badgered a number of case managers over the course of several days. The $399 didn't even include the service fees Airbnb charged me for the pleasure of being thrown out on the street. But my power was nothing compared to that of a company valued this year at $35 billion. Um, so basically, she goes in, uh, 
sees that this person uploaded a bunch of stock photos Mm -hmm. from a surfing themed desktop wallpaper (laughs) website uh and then she starts contacting other people who gave them negative reviews on the site and and down the rabbit hole we go she found three other couples who uh detailed the same thing uh the same pictures basically uh and that there were 94 properties in eight different cities that were essentially all using the same type of pictures uh for this elaborate scam Wait, what is... Okay, so the scam is that they're using fake pictures and that their actual properties really suck, but then they also kick people out? Yeah, I guess they have flop houses all around the city, so they probably... But the first place doesn't exist, the one with the plumbing? Right, Right. exactly. It can't, right? The building at least exists, um, because they were able to go there uh, at least to see the outside of the building. Right. Um, So basically, they find... uh, you know, all these other people who went into places where the couches were tattered, the armchairs were burned by cigarettes. <laughs> no, not tattered couches. Uh, and the tables were banged up. Um, you know, these pictures are brutal. Well, I feel like Airbnb is good about refunding people for yeah, that I type thought of they stuff. Were I, good they, too. I thought they were. I guess not. And I've also never had a bad experience with Airbnb. Yes, this actually worries me a bit. I don't get how this is possible, though. I mean, I, I do, I guess. I just don't. Like, how would Airbnb not have a huge problem with this? Yeah. What's going on there, yeah, fat what's cats? what's going on there? Where they're in sand. Seems like pretty pretty slow. straightforward fraud if they're just it's like. Chris and Becky. Chris and Becky. Is it always Chris it and Becky? Sounds like fake names, to be honest. Yeah, well, there's a bunch. Of, there's like other people in the same city that were leaving reviews who are also hosting Airbnb people. So, you know, why would someone that already lives in Chicago technically use someone else's Airbnb that's also in Chicago uh, when they also have their own Airbnb property? So, you know, the fake reviews just kept coming in, but uh, I think you can spot the ones that are bad and that's who she contacted um, and basically got all these people together and accused Airbnb of uh, allowing this scam to happen uh so they lawyered up uh, and they got all their money back um wow uh and and now airbnb is supposedly cracking down on this stuff but they wait i gotta show you one then because i literally was looking at airbnbs like yesterday for us when we were going on our road trip and there was one that had like a 4.97 with so many reviews but it looked really kind of shitty you know but that's kind of the opposite of what this is right this also looks good and it has good reviews yeah i feel like if you're scamming you make it look good yeah yeah but you know but you can do any image search and backtrack it and find out that it's on some uh you know wallpaper trap house (laughs) flop flop living so chris and becky um shout out to chris and becky chris and becky scammers scammers money yes uh i feel like too often these days we are on the wrong side of history when it comes to these scammers (laughs) we're we're the good uh, we like scamming the big business not necessary not necessarily uh you know the the, us us all right (laughs) um but you know i guess they're scamming both people uh um in this sense. Um, so let's clap it out for that. <laughs> yeah. You're clapping for the scammers. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually clapping for the, the, the due law, diligence. The, uh, the due diligence. Right, to go of, through with the lawsuit. It definitely costs more than 1200 to to do. You know, hire a lawyer. Maybe you, you get the whole group of people together. and you oh, Why re- didn't we you do that with how? Quest Moving? Maybe we still should. Just for like I emo- don't want to ever think about that again. Emotional distress. Oh. I, I think about it all the time. Oh, I, I go on their website and like just look for more people that i look for more evidence i like i check up on them all the time (laughs) well you're the type of person that helps get that class action lawsuit filed (laughs) that's right that's Um, right very good person becky i hope you're rotting away in some jail cell but we're a flop house at the very least uh, at the very least with cigarette butts in the tattered couch It was tattered. It was tattered. The couch, the linens, and the drapes (laughs) were all tattered. (laughs) Folks, and this brings us to our favorite, favorite part of the show. It's time for the nation to rise up. Uh, This is where the the nation can (laughs) send in their ideas, their schemes, their dreams um, to ideas at twinovation.biz. They can call into the voicemail number. Well, did did you want to do that yourself? 
yourself there. I don't want to do it myself. I think we should all do it. Yes, we'll all do it together live. We'll all do it live. I don't know the number. Well, you know what? <laughs> then look. Anna, what are you talking about? <laughs> no, learn the number. Look at. Uh, is it six four six? Yeah. Please call into the number one six four six nine two six ten ninety two. Boom, Very folks! Good. That's the number. We love hearing your voices. Uh, also, email us or DM us. Uh, we definitely prefer uh, the emails or the twin of voicemails. So, um, so please send those in. We we love to hear them. Jeff, what do you have for us? today i know you were uh, gleefully reading some of them over and yeah we found a very good one we're gonna stick with one today because it's so strong yes let's wow. and it's a longer one ready up yeah, it's actually ready. not a longer one but uh, the episode's running a little long so oh wait are we recording here we go what up boys and Anna Anna oh no <laughs> Anna I'm sorry for butchering your name there but you've been great on the podcast Aww. just want to shout you out thank you it's been lovely having having a trio back not to say that Jeff and Dave were bad by themselves but anyways <laughs> off topic this is Noam from Toronto no so Hi, I'm sitting no. in a room with my friend who's jeweling there's a freaking humidifier on the floor because it's dry as fuck in this room and it gets me thinking, hey, why can't we all just jewel? Why don't we make <laughs> giant jewel pods, all right, that fit, that attach on to your humidifier's base where, like, the water tank would be. This is and your you're, dream. And you're just jeweling the entire room, plumes of jewel smoke or jewel vapor, as it were, just, you know, just suffocating you. That, that would be a lovely way to die. All right. A lovely way Great to job. die. Can't wait for the next episode. And please come to Toronto soon. I'll fucking show you around and drive you places. Yay! Awesome. Oh. Woo! I thought that was so, so funny. I yeah. love that. I think that's so funny. And I love <laughs> that, him. That the room that. Smips, like filled with mango vapor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's not bad. Nothing uh, but jewel smoke in the air. You get nicotine poisoning, that's though, right. it seems. Uh, that, right. Right. Uh, um, <laughs> But I love it. Uh, it's fun. It's uh, it makes sense to me, especially in, in in a dorm room, perhaps. Of course, where, of course, where you have limited room for, to lose that that good expensive nicotine juice. Right. Yeah, and so you fill up that full tank. It'll cost you about twenty five hundred dollars. But you all should sell their own humidifiers, like right? a Jewel brand humidifier. Jumbo Jewel. Yeah, Jumbo Jewel. The Jumbo, the Jumbo Jewel. 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 That's actually Jumbo. a great Jumbo. idea. People would get that for parties. Totally. This is the Jewel Shack. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Uh, and we'd love to hear more ideas from the nation. Uh, so hit us up. Uh, we'd love to hear your voice. Uh, guys, what do you what do you have going on this weekend? Uh, you know, I think <laughs> so warm to, out. Yeah. Is it? It was so warm today for November. Yeah. Um, I'm going to, you know, uh, get back at it, I think. You know, no real plans, but I want to, you know, kind of recenter myself a Will little bit. Will you stop bit. by Food Town? Uh, yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. <laughs> Come to Food Town. I'll be at Food Town. I want that rebate. Gotta get that rebate. <laughs> Gotta get that $4 get rebate. That rebate. How do they, what do you, you, if I have the card, then what else do you have to send in? The receipt? I have to the olive pits. I <laughs> the used toothpicks. Because why can't I get a rebate for something I haven't bought? That's my question. Um, a good question. I don't hey, really understand. Where is understand. the proof of purchase? I, also, I guess the, did they send you money with the rebate, or is it just coupons off the next one? I don't. It a said four dollar check. It says the rebate is. <laughs> Via check. Oh my really? god! It says it right here on the rebate. Cost to cut a check. Can though. you imagine? Wild. We live in let's, a wild let's do world. It just to see what happens. Let's get the rebate yeah. just to see what happens. I, I want a rebate. Let, I want a rebate. It's so. Yeah. I want a rebate. Give See, this man at a the rebate. bottom in the small print. Oh, you can never read that small print, right, David? Because no, yeah, you got me on that. Well, rebate will get him a nice pair of thick yeah, frames yeah. on him. You can zoom in. They're gonna be real thick, <laughs> real goggly, <laughs> like soda can or soda soda bottles. I what they say? It. Soda bottle glasses. Um, I guess I'm gonna be eating all the leftover olives. Uh, oh God! <laughs> so that's my weekend. Uh, and folks. As always, stay, stay scheming and stay dreaming. dreaming.
walking out the door, robbing their bank, got the chauffeur, makes it more purpose. Now an open screw. Chardonnay with two dudes for innovation. I owe you. That was a HeadGum Podcast.